If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mind Pump. This is our Q&A section. Boom. Yeah. Who's here? Oh, yeah. We got, <laughs> we got Justin Andrews, Sal Stefano. Yes. And Adam Schaefer, yeah. here to pleasure your minds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 answer some questions. Q&A. Q&A time. So uh, the first question is from one of our Mind Pump for- private forum members, Fabiola, uh, lovely young lady. And uh, her question is this. Now, basically, okay, so we had an episode a while ago. I got to preface this because people are going to be like, why is she asking this? We, we had an episode a while ago that was um, where Adam had discussed how men should pick up women in the gym because he's uh, such an expert on the fine art of picking up women. <clears throat> he just walks over to them and they look at him and they go out with him. Uh, her question is, well, how should women pick up men in the gym? Ah, okay. Yeah, Ooh. so how should women pick up men Roll in the reversal. gym? Role reversal. Uh, you know, I don't think it takes nearly as much skill <laughs> picking up men. Than it does picking up women. Uh, you know what? I think my my girl would argue that because she thinks that uh, I pay no attention to the girls in the gym when I work out, and it's true because I I get in the zone. She, well, you know, she thinks that like, when we when we when we first started dating, right? And she'd be in the gym with me. She'd be like, "Did you see that one girl? Did you see this girl? Did you see that girl?" I'm like, "No, hon." How many well, the art the argument could be made that you wouldn't admit it. Well, you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. that like was, your girl's like, did you see that? I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, this is, the, you're right. That argument well, could I be I love secure that. girls because they're the ones that will point out the hottest chick and they'll be like, oh, yeah, look at her butt. You know? yeah. And you're just like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's weird. A, that's a, I didn't see that at all. That's, that's a trap, bro. I think that this that's a trap. Tra- yeah. That could be a fair okay. argument except for the simple fact that this is mind pump raw fitness truth. And this is where I tell the truth. I lie, right. I lie most of the Lay time the truth. outside of here. That's right. And then when I come in here, this is where I tell the truth. We, so. The listeners need to know You're this. in the safe zone. The, yeah. list, the listeners need to know that we all pinky swear before we start. So this is all yeah. truth coming out. There's Everybody, no what, what happens here stays here. Okay? This is all, yeah, don't so tell anybody. Don't truth, tell your friends. Truth be told, yeah. I really don't. Uh, you would have to, if you were a girl, you couldn't do that, which I think this is the chick move right now. The chick move, because girls are different than guys. We are aggressive. You know, just like we yeah. I give you the analogy before. We have to be. Yeah. We hunt. Yeah, we're yeah. hunt. You know, yeah. women are totally we're going different. for that wounded antelope. Women, yeah, you know women I mean? act more like bait. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They try <laughs> exactly what they do. And if you're like me, they're either chum or <laughs> they they, they or, do uh, they do this little like like so I'll be over doing swordfish like deadlifts right I'll be over by the squat rack and you know a girl who's trying to get my attention will purposely like pass my path like. More times than she needs yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ever have the girl stop? She'll carry like a five, pa- a five, one five pound weight and go re-rack it by the tree next to me, and then go get the other five pound weight, re-rack it. You ever get the girl that does like the stiff legged deadlift right in front of you oh, yeah. all the time? Yeah, so, on purpose. So, so okay, in, all the time. In my that, opinion, that this never is. Happened. I don't know if this works for you guys, okay? Because I know Sal will say something like, "Well, I don't know. I can't really answer this because I've been married forever." <laughs> so. Uh, maybe Justin. I gotta start about, using that. I know you guys are cop get myself out. in trouble. Uh, let's put it on Adam all the time, so he has shit to deal with when he gets home. Yeah. So I know, right? 
that, that that doesn't work for me. So I, and a, a lot of that, if if you're a girl who was who was trying to approach me in the gym, you would need to approach me the same same way that a man would probably approach a female. Like you'd have to you'd have to come hunt me. You're not going to be able to like dangle your little booty in front of me, and that's going to get me to go chase after you. And I don't know if that's because we've been in the, maybe because mm-hmm. I've been in the gym industry for so long. And seeing a nice pair of yoga pants is not isn't isn't out of the norm to me. So I see nice asses and hot chicks all day long, all the time, because we live in the gym. So to to prance by me while I'm working out <laughs> is not gonna get my attention to go talk to you or, or plus I'm I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of doing that while I'm working out because I'm into my workout. Now, could mm. you possibly pick up on me in the gym? Yeah, sure you could. But you'd have to be pretty tactful about it. You'd have to you'd have to come talk to me to start with. So prancing in front of me is not going to. So you're hard to get. Yeah, I put. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's we have to to be clear too. Like uh, most women, if you're halfway attracted to the guy that you're walking up to, you could just walk up to him and say something really lewd, and he'll probably hook up with you. However. I, I, I'm assuming Fabiola is not asking, you know, how she should, how a woman could just go have sex with a dude. How to actually pick up on a guy like gain interest? Yeah, gain interest because the dude would definitely probably screw you, but wouldn't want to be your boyfriend. So there's a difference there, right? Like if if a chick just wants to get laid, that's easy. Yeah, I mean, you know, dick yeah. is flooded the market. It's everywhere. It's available. It's easy to get. Well, right? I think as a girl too, you could still use your bait mentality. You just have to be. You have to actually throw the bait out there a little bit better, I guess. So maybe. Maybe if you come up and you said to me, you introduced yourself and you complimented me and then walked away. Okay, maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe you got my my attention now. Like if you walked up and made me pull my headphones off. Nice pecs. Yeah, right. No, well, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> that would throw me off. Totally. <laughs> yeah. If you came, no, no. If you came over and said, "Hey, you got great calves," I would probably fall in love with oh, you. Oh, <laughs> there's the secret. Yeah, that's the secret to be right. Come over and be like, "Hey, I love your calves." Be like. Did she just Rick, say really? That? Wait, wait. What was your name? You, was your name? He, you Adam. watch Adam like go up like twenty octaves, like <laughs> <laughs> really? My calves, really? No. So I, I think. Uh, what are you doing for the next thirty years? Well, yeah. On the, on the serious note, Have I you think met my family. I think a woman, a, a woman coming up and, and complimenting a man seriously, not like nice pecs, nice calves, but it, hey, man, you're a very good looking guy. I've never seen you in the gym before. My name's Fabby. What's your name? And introduce yourself, and then say, oh, "Nice to meet you," and walk away. Yeah. For for a guy like, I mean, that's that's probably I don't know. Maybe for me, maybe, I, can you guys answer this? You guys gonna play the fucking or, yeah, game? or like the the gear, right? So whatever you're wearing, that's always an easy one. Like, oh yeah, I lo- you know, I love what you're wearing. I like I like the uh, fanny pack. You know, <laughs> j- honest to God, just a, a smile. <laughs> you just smile and say hi a couple times. Um, and you know, express interest. It's easy. Guys are not. We're not complicated. It's pretty easy. If you tell us you're interested in us and we like you, we're gonna come after. It's you. A, eye contact is pretty money. Yeah. Yeah. Eye contact and a smile. Yeah. That makes you, a big you, difference. If you, if you that rarely ever, happens because <laughs> if you have the chance to lock eyes, the with, they're trying to avoid lock ideas. eyes with dude with a dude like, and you guys lock eyes and you give a smile. That's that's enough right there. Yeah. For a guy. Yeah. 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 Imagine if it was attention. that easy for men. Right. Just look at a chicken smile. Hey, right. Done. Yeah. That, that happens. That, a girl that happens does, with bros, though. You go look at a guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Great yeah. pet. And then that was it. We had a whole conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next question. Uh, Cassidy asked this one again. This is from uh, Instagram. I picked her question because I just love her questions. She always got good oh. questions. They're fun. Yeah. They're, they're so Cassidy, unique, dude. Like, just who, stop being so good at questioning. Who brings up like the, the seven deadly sins? Yeah. That's, so what was her question exactly, Adam? How did, how did she phrase it? Because I didn't read it. Uh, so she she's basically wanting us to, if we could... Um, 
relate to, I guess, uh, out of the seven deadly sins, which one would it be? And then the uh, seven heavenly virtues, uh, which one Which one would they be? So what are the seven deadly sins? Then? Well, seven deadly sins are lust, gluttony, sloth, envy, wrath, greed, and pride. And then the heavenly virtues would be chastity, temperance, charity, uh, virtue, diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. Mm, okay. All right. So you go first. You're gonna, you're gonna, mm. so, which one of the sins? Uh, which one of the sins? <sighs> Lust, gluttony, sloth, envy, what are you wrath, horrible greed, at? and pride. Um, no, it, this isn't so much what we're horrible. I think this is it. You know, the one I, you have to work on. Your inner it. demons. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't find myself lusting too much. I don't find maybe a little bit though. Actually, you know. Dude, every dude lusts. Yeah, so maybe, that's like a cop-out. so maybe a little bit gluttony, not so much sloth, not so much uh, envy. No, I'm not an envious guy at all. Uh, wrath, mm, you fuck with me, you might sense my wrath a little bit. Uh, pride, uh, I think I'm, as an older man, I've gotten better with that. I'd probably say greed. Uh, I have I have this uh, insatiable desire to be very successful, and you know sometimes I have to take a step back and and uh, be happy for what I have uh, versus being so focused on what I don't have. So I think that falls kind of under greed. So I think it, that I could most relate to that. If there was one seven deadly one of the seven deadly sins that would take me down um, out of the seven, that would be that. Although I like to believe that I'm very self aware of all those, and it's something that I'm constantly working on to be better. And then as far as the heavenly virtues, chastity. Hmm. Probably not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that would go on your deadly sin. Uh, temperance. Hmm. I'm a Scorpio. Probably not. Charity. Hmm. No. Uh, dil- <laughs> diligence. Not so much. Patience. Hmm. I think I'm pretty patient. Kind. I'm pretty fucking kind. Humble. Humility. No. <laughs> I, I'm striving to be more humble always. I mean, that's that's definitely one of the ones that I'm working for, towards. But to most relate to right now, mm. I would say patience. I think uh, I think I have a lot of patience. I think I have a very long fuse. Um, that are that are kindness. The close one right there. I'm, I'm a pretty kind dude. I got I got a big heart. So uh, especially those that get to know me find out that I'm a very giving. And, and I find it I find it interesting that your your deadly sin is greed. But your heavenly virtue is kindness. So you must be at, you must have this internal philanthropist, internal uh, like battle, right? Because on one hand, you want to be greedy. On the other hand, you want to be, you want to be kind. Well, here, how about this? The, uh, or are you kindfully greedy? Those, those, those that are very close to me. Well, the greed part, um, I guess that's true. So I, I, I don't know if I would fall under greed so much because. I give a lot away. I give, especially uh, things that. Well, it's uh, like a yin yang, right? That, yeah. That's kind of like what keeps you balanced. You're probably right. Maybe, maybe subconsciously, that's the reason why I do give a lot. You know, yeah. I, I do give a lot of money and spend a lot. Anybody who's been a friend of mine for a very long, not, long time would attest to this too. I'm, I'm the friend who pays the bill. I'm the friend who pays for people to go places and, and gives uh, very nice gifts. Bro, you bought you you bought me dinner at Pollo Loco. I thought that was very nice. Of yeah, you. yeah. Well, we're just starting a date, so once we get <laughs> things get nicer, as we get el pollo loco. Yeah, yeah. You don't get your Rolex till we've been we've been dating for Hot at sauce. least for like ten years, bro. So you get you get some time to put in first for that. But yeah, no, I yeah, I'd say I think I think uh, greed and greed and greed and patience, man. Yeah, greed and patience. I'm going with that, Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, oh, that was very detailed. Um, of the of the seven deadly sins, uh, pride. Probably because I can come across uh, a little pompous sometimes. 
Um, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can. I've been told that uh, by people close to me because I'll get in arguments and debates with people, and um, I can be very prideful uh, with my position. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely need to work on that. That's for sure. Uh, heavenly virtue. Oh gosh. Um, probably mm, charity. Probably. You know, I do like doing things for other people. It actually what drives me. I'm not very. Money. I'm not very money motivated. I'm success motivated. Uh, but when I think about making a lot of money, I think about how many people I can help with it. That's what. That's what. You know, we talked about this in the past. Like, I'm, if I won the lottery tomorrow, m- most people would have no idea. You, you wouldn't be able to tell because I wouldn't buy much. But I would definitely do a lot with it for people. Um, there's a couple nonprofits that I've, you know, I've actually written out that I'd like to start. And um, so I, I, I get a, a lot of pleasure out of helping other people help themselves. So that would be, I think, yep, charity, definitely. So pride and charity for me. Mm. How, how about you, uh, Big Justin? Um, hmm. I kind of have... Is sexy up there? Because yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what I struggle on a, you know, on a daily. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think there's, there's little elements of two. Maybe if I could half... You know, two of them to make one. Oh, you got more than one sin. We'll, we'll, we'll let you. We'll let you do that. Okay. You, you Survey says center. acceptable. Um, I think that one relates well, to the me, other. First of all, tell me what are you definitely not. What are you definitely? I'm not? definitely not lustful, gluttonous, sloth. Like, come on, dude. I don't sit around ever. Uh, I don't. I don't care what anybody else is doing. So I'm not envious. Yeah. Um, I'm not really greedy in, in any sense of the word. Um, so it really just amounts to a little bit of pride and wrath, uh, a little combo there. <laughs> one, you know, one leads to the other. So God, you would have been a great king. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, sure. King Justin rule. Yeah, yeah it just it doesn't. It sounds ruley, doesn't it? Uh, he would be. Know. He would be a kind. King, but then he would also be an asshole. I could imagine. I can picture that's that. That's the wrathy well, side. That's right? it. That's, yeah. that's, that's my. Prideful. That's what I'm thinking. You don't. Yeah. You don't think you like the king analogy? That's my yin yeah, yang, dude. Somebody like, who's listening right now is like, yeah, you know, fucking Adam is right. Everybody, <laughs> fuck all the rest of you. He's on to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, at times, as far as pride goes, I think it's really when, when people, uh, maybe they, maybe they attack my ego or something and make me feel like, you know, they've hurt. Uh, my pride somewhat that leads me to wrath and then I I take it out you know I get I get into a different uh, I become a different person let's yeah. just say so I can I have a bit of rage inside me that I've suppressed for over the years and I've learned to deal with it is this like when you killed that kid uh, yeah well so, <laughs> so do you do you have any, allegedly do you have any heavenly virtues yeah yeah we'll get to that okay <laughs> I was just trying to be real he's I'm all, like on the real and now I'm gonna bring it back okay he's so, on all of them yeah heavenly yeah everything you know uh, no let's just say that I'm gonna skip to maybe kindness humility let's say those two maybe you know what he's very accurate yeah you're definitely humble definitely a humble person only because you guys said that on the previous cast right i can't even claim it because if you claim it then you're not well if you're you're not humble just being in this room (laughs) with me and adam 
just by associate, just because you're comparing, you're like you know, the contrast is it makes you extremely humble. It yeah. does. Yeah. It okay. does. Yeah. yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. Our, I think uh, our, our, our pride is, is, is enough to, to yeah. make I think you all of our pride is it would uh, kill somebody together. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. let's, let's answer a fitness question. What oh, the hell? Is this is a just, fitness show? What the fuck? Yeah. No, 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 no. Here's, here's we have one from uh, twat four sixty nine, which by the way is from Twitter, which, which is funny. Twit, Twitter twat four six nine is twatty is very creative. Is twat the is that what happens when you're when you want to put something on Twitter? Do you twat on it? Or no, is we that, tweet, we've talked about out. this before. You asked this question. Yeah, this is the second tweet. time you oh, asked okay. that question. Yeah, yeah. All right, all it's a tweet, not it's a, twat. a twat. All right, all right. Anyway, uh, twat is normally referred to. Before else. we answer your question, uh, I think you have a fantastic name, twat four six nine. Very nice. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, the question is, what is the acronym? Neat. Neat. And so um, most of you haven't heard of this. We haven't heard of this until actually. It sounds like a Ned Flanders. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's neat. We, we just talked Neato. about this. Like we, I think we just, the three of us heard of this acronym like a month ago. Yeah. Um, so neat stand. What does neat stand for again? It stands non- for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Thermogenesis, right. So it's how many calories you're burning when you're not exercising, when you're not doing any activity. And what they find in a lot of these studies, and the reason why they came up with this is this the amount of activity or the amount of calories you burn when you're not exercising probably amounts to more calories. It definitely yes. amounts to more calories than amount to when you are exercising. So if you work out really hard for an hour a day, that all the calories you're burning in that hour are, are not coming close to the amount of calories you're burning the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, even with the epoch, well, the after effect, all you, that you want to add in as a factor, it's still going to be the higher majority is the day-to-day, you know, functional things that you're doing and moving and and lifting and and being active. Well, here's here's the the reason why I really want to talk about this one is because this one's kind of dear dear and true to my heart here because it's one of the biggest things that uh, not only has helped myself it's also one of the things that I com- I completely changed the way I coach clients and, and I do coach right around this whole theory. Uh, and here's here's what's crazy they have done tons of studies on this and there's lots of studies that are showing the correlation of people that are uh, obese just naturally have low neat and then the people that are in great shape are have are on the extremely higher side they're really neat okay so that's that's the the, the first part of this the, the next thing is that people don't really realize they've also came out and we used to have things and I know you guys probably remember this in 24 hour fitness days where you would uh if somebody you would ask somebody their activity level and you would say you know, how many times a week do you work out? Do you work out three times a week, four times a week, five times a week? And somebody who worked out five or more times a week would be considered highly active. Highly active. Somebody who worked out one to three times would be moderate to low. And then somebody who doesn't work out at all would be completely sedentary, right? Well, more and more studies are coming out saying that people that work out for an hour, seven days a week can still be considered sedentary. Right, right. And that's crazy when you think about that because if you're somebody who goes to the gym and busts ass for an hour, seven days a week, you would never tell somebody I'm sedentary. Yeah. You know, or I'm well, and here and here to just add in a little my own anecdote to this. Um in the beginning of the process of, of even going through my transformation for the show, the reason why, you know, there was any sort of layer on top of that wasn't because I was excessively eating pizza and excessively drinking and excessively sedentary. Here's the thing. It was an accumulation of sitting more often and working on the computer and then still doing a workout uh, for an hour, right? And so I I changed my my daily habits just enough to where over time, an incremental amount of time, that 
added up to that extra layer of fat and, and uh, my body wanting to stay, you know, in a lower uh, calorie burning preface. So that being said, this is why I focus more on this now than I do on my workouts with my clients, which uh, and that's because a majority of my people are the average American who is trying to lose body fat. I mean, they're middle-aged businessmen and women who just want, they want overall health. They want to feel better. They want to look better. They're not trying to get on stage and compete. They're not trying to run a marathon. They're not trying to play any sort of sports at any high levels. They want to feel better and look better. And so the number one thing that I can do to impact them is to teach them to have better habits outside of their workout. And it's and one of the, it's so great that we have tools out there now like uh, Fitbit and the Jawbone and Body Bugs and Bases Watch. Bases Watch. They, I know you always rep them. You like theirs. No, it's because of the fact that they focus completely on what you're talking about. The oh, meat. Okay. Yeah, okay. they actually program it in to prompt you that you're sitting too long. Oh, fucking cool. Yeah, Very cool. So look into that. Oh, that is cool. So this is why I think these tools are phenomenal. This absolutely was a game changer for me. And I'll explain how this changed everything for me. So for my entire fitness career, I've, I, you know, I don't care what anybody else says. Everyone has their own opinion on what they want to look like or feel like or what their personal goals were. But the day I became a trainer, even before I became a trainer, I wanted to look like a men's health magazine. I've always wanted to be shredded and ripped and to look like that. And even when I went through schooling and had all these certifications, I had all this experience and all this knowledge and all these other fitness gurus around me, I still couldn't quite achieve that. Was I in shape? Absolutely. I carried myself between 10 and 12% body fat my entire fitness career pretty much. And I couldn't figure out why could I not get to that 3% or 5% body fat and look like the cover of a magazine. And this was the answer. And what, what I realized, and I didn't realize that till these tools came out about halfway through my career, I got, I got a chance to utilize one of these. I was one of the first people to get one. And I wore this thing every single day for a year. And for the first month, I went bananas with it, comparing every exercise and comparing different machines. And like, I was talking about the body bug. Yeah. yeah. I was so fascinated we by were both it. like in that same yeah, I did mindset. The sa- when we, I did when the same thing. And yeah. it was, it was so, and it was so enlightening to see oh, clients, it was. clients burn more calories on the days they didn't work out. Yes. Yeah. Cause yeah. they went to the mall or something like that. Yes. Yeah. And, and I started to see what was going on with cardio my, machines my are completely off. So here was my, here was my justification always. This was my patterns for most of my fitness career. Monday through Friday, dialed. Meals brought to work, eat clean. I worked literally, I was a 10, 12 hour plus work guy with clients, so I'm moving around like crazy. Plus, I trained like a madman for at least an hour, hour and a half. I mean, I was burning on average 4,500 to 5,000 calories a day, Monday through Friday. Saturday, I worked Saturdays too, but I worked a half day. So the half day that I worked, I dropped down to about 3,000 to 3,500 calories. Still a lot of calories for the average person. I'm still burning a lot. Sunday, 2,300 to 2,500 calories Mm -hmm. I was burning. Because you know what? That was my one day off. I was fucking burnt from all week. Kick the feet up. Slept in, get up, watch football. And guess what day I would have a pizza or enjoy myself or maybe take a day off from the gym. Isn't that how it works? Most people do that. Absolutely. This is uh, what most people do. So what I realized was 
not only was it the day that I was least active, it was also the day I was choosing not to work out. And it was also the day that I would, if I was going to make a, a poor choice, poor eating choice or caloric surplus, it was landing on the worst fucking day possible. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing that I, when I got into competing and I told myself, okay, Saturdays and Sundays are now going to be my best days. You're going to work harder. I'm going to work harder and I'm going to be dialed more nutritionally. And then, hey, you know what? If I want a pizza, I want a beer, I want to go out to eat, have a burger every once in a while or some of that, I'm going to do it on Tuesday and Thursday mm. when I burn more, a thousand more calories than I do any other day because I'm up by 4 a.m. There you go. Well, you know, it's funny. They do studies on people who say they have a fast metabolism versus people who say they have a slow metabolism. And they find that people who feel like they have a fast metabolism tend to be what they call fidgeters. Yep, neat. This this all falls in the category neat. Yeah, yeah, the these are people who like bounce their knee when they're sitting when they're sitting down or they fidget a lot, they move a lot just sitting in their chair. Uh, and they said, you know, those that equates to that could equate to 100 to 200 <coughs> extra calories a day. Doesn't sound like much, but over the course of a year, that's like 6-7 pounds of body fat. And when the average person gains, you know, 20 or 30 pounds over the course of 5 or 6 years, mm-hmm. that's like 70 calories a day. So those little bit of activity during the day, as at, like Adam was saying, make a much larger impact than yeah. that thirty minutes of cardio that you think the you're ripple doing. effect, man. It, oh. it really expands. It was it was my tip today, uh, and every day I think I've told you guys this before. Every day after one of my classes, I I try and give like a short tip, and this was the tip that I gave with, to everybody was, you know, track your week if you have one of these tools. And you don't necessarily have to have the tool to, to, to figure it out. You know if you sit at your fucking desk all day long. You know if you're traveling. You know if you're moving around active. If you woke up two, three hours earlier than you normally would. You know these things. But obviously, if you have a tool, it's far more beneficial because you can actually break it down to the calorie. But figure out consistently what days are typically your lowest and just set that simple goal. It's no longer going to be my worst. It's going to be my best day. Those, those I, I've been telling people, those are the days, if you're going to do a long fast, do them on those days. Absolutely. You know, or, and that's, that's for me. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. That's the other strategy yeah. is if you're going to incorporate your fasting, like the way we all do our warrior fast and everything that we have going on, which are you, are we releasing that? Are we releasing the fasting guide soon? Oh, sure. okay. well, you just told everybody. Well, <laughs> we were going to surprise them, but oh, all right, whatever, oh, Adam. So much for the surprise. Well, <laughs> you just got you made me think about that, bring that up, is that how we utilize the fast. This is one of the ways that I utilize it too, is that I on Sundays, if I, were, if I was going to fast, that would be the day when I'm moving the least. Mm-hmm. I would intake the least amount of calories, which is also great because that's the least amount of risk I would have versus utilizing muscle or anything else. Right, I'm sitting right. around, I'm not doing anything. So right. my body's just going to be utilizing fat as its primary. That's system. when I fast. I fast on the weekends when uh, I'm, I know and the other thing too is I know if I'm going to have a dinner with the family and it's going to be a big dinner that's another benefit of the fast I haven't eaten anything all day mm. so I, I mean I, I can eat maybe 2,000 calories in a meal and I'll be stuffed but that's only 2,000 calories there so it, is, yeah. it usually works out pretty well so all right well thanks for asking uh, questions um, you could always ask us questions uh, at mind pump on Instagram or on our Facebook page and uh, we'll get to as many as we possibly can so we really appreciate it thank you till next time Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.